what's up what's up uh, episode 30 of mike cuddles and it's fight week oh nailed it nailed it <laughs> holy shit guys saturday it's ufc 287 day which is a great day but maybe more important to uh you and i especially uh yourself it's fight week g you're flying out to kansas city soon how crazy is it uh best time best feeling right best thing well, one, why am I not on the card tonight? Like, why not put me on a Miami card? Oh, like, Miami. I'm already here. Come on, guys. But, yeah, next Tuesday I am flying out to Kansas City, and I'm just so excited to be in front of a crowd and be able to perform. Dude, that's the funniest thing ever. You literally could have drove 30 minutes to the arena tonight. The, the arena is literally less than 15 minutes from my gym. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I assume because of everything with Fight Week, you're not doing anything tonight for it. You're, are you going to Miami or are you kind of staying chill at the house? Oh yeah, hundred percent staying at the house. Uh, this is the first week where I've really had a calorie deficit, so uh, I'm starting to feel the energy drain a little bit, starting to get down in weight, and um, yeah, I, I just didn't think it would be fair to everyone else if they had to deal with me at the fights. <laughs> Did you be joking people out in the yeah. uh, in the audience? Definitely don't have the patience that I usually have, and I'm a little bit angry. So, no, I feel that. I feel that crazy. Um, yeah. All right. So, so much to get into. It is. It's crazy. It's fight week. I love the card too. The your card is a really really underrated fight night card for sure. You have Max Holloway in the main event. Just that alone, right? It's insane. The card stacked. But yeah, let's talk about UFC 287 going down tonight insane card main event and co-main event it's just like these top end uh you know once a year type of fights let's kind of dive right into those there's uh, maybe another one if you want to jump into we can jump into three female fights on the card as well but main event izzy or piera the fourth time they're fighting second time in the ufc izzy hasn't won anything yet is izzy gonna do it is tonight the night that izzy you know stops everything and reclaims the championship i don't think so <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. I respect uh, it. I just feel like, I don't know, uh, Pierre has one in his head. You know, he's beaten him three times, knocked him out twice. And I just don't think it, he's going to come in as confident. You know, it, yeah. uh, I think the first time they fought, he had a little bit more confidence. And uh, he, it, the fight was a little going a little bit more his way. It was back and forth, but it was going a little bit more as his way before the knockout. And uh, this fight, it's just like, I feel like we're going to see what we saw with Kamaru and Leon the second time, where it's just going to be a more conservative Izzy and Pierre is just going to do what he does. Wow. So crazy. No, great take by you. I actually have a question just on the take, but just on my take, I think Izzy is going to get the job done. I think he is. I think he knows how important this fight is for him for just like the whole legacy or goat or middleweight, all that. Because if he loses to Piera right here, like there's probably no way, and I hate saying this because I don't want to, it sounds like kind of boxed in. There's no way he can ever become the greatest middleweight ever. There's no way he can be kind of become these all timer because it's, it's so hard. Like DC had a rivalry against Jones and Jones won the rivalry. Like he beat him. Like DC can't be ever above Jones in any kind of top 10 list, top five list. And the same thing, and like a lot of people don't think Pierre is the greatest mixed martial artist ever. And who knows what's going to happen next? I think Whitaker is a tough matchup. I think Chimaev, when he gets there, is a tough matchup. There's a lot of really bad matches, I think, with Pierre going forward. But if Pierre beats him, like that's it. Like, Izzy, you can't, 
it, it's weird. He just can't get into that top two, three. I would argue like Whitaker, like if Whitaker beats Izzy, I mean, Whitaker beats Pierre in the future. I think like Whitaker is a hud of uh, Izzy. So it's, it's wild. I don't know. It's really crazy. But what I was going to ask you with you doing it, with you fighting people before and you in the gym training and sparring, is there just some people that regardless of how good you do and whatever happens, is there just some people that just kind of have your number and have like your time and in space? Is there just a bad matchups out there? Is this just a bad matchup for Izzy? Uh, I think so. Yes. He would just have to make a lot of technical adjustments to be able to win this fight. And I feel like also if he did win, it would be, I don't, it's, it's a fight that's not necessarily him that he'd have to fight. He, cause I think Izzy's way to win is to wrestle is to take yeah. the fight to the ground, yeah. is to make it more of a grappling fight. And uh, that's where he was more dominant in the first matchup, too. And it's just like, that's not Izzy's style. That's not who he is. He's been right. a striker his whole life. He's outstriked people his whole life, everybody except Torreya. <laughs> yeah. And imagine, like, dude, it's uh, you versus Wei Li, the summer of 2024, and for some, whatever, like everyone's like, oh, dude, G's going to get her back. going to get the choke. It's what you do. It's how you just went, won four in a row with Mackenzie Dern as one of those wins, of course, you know. But you win four in a row. But imagine, you know, you just kind of outstrike Wei Lee. You just, you out jab her, you lay kick her, you, you really land the calf. And it's like, you just keep on going. Your coaches are like, G, just keep ca uh, calf kicking. It's it's one of those things. It's so hard to, it, it, be, it, it isn't it it would be different to picture you winning the championship without you rear naked choking the person. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. And imagine Izzy wins the championship by wrestling. It's like, what? Well, at least integrate the wrestling into it. Cause you might see me outstrike people in the future, but because I'm integrating my wrestling, like yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Marab did Dion a couple yes. weeks ago. Marab yes. was outstriking Peter Yan the whole fight. And in no way is Marab a better striker than Peter Yan. But he was doing it, making him constantly defend the wrestling, defend wrestling, and then have to defend strikes too. And it's like, that's what opens up the strikes. So even if we saw that much from Izzy, him just implementing the threat of wrestling and then using that to land some clean shots. Dude, that's such a great point. ESPN, get G on the desk. What are we doing already? You see that Poirier's on the desk this weekend? Yeah, I think mean, that's going to be really interesting to see Poirier on the desk. I'm like, I feel like it's interesting also that they put it on a card where uh, Masvidal is the co-main event, you know, because yeah. they're very close. So it's they like, I, I think that's, it's all, it's going to be hard to be an, an, an analyst on your best friend's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And I don't know the... Two ways. One, maybe they just want him to start doing it, and this is hey, we're we're this is a big show. They're just getting him going and started. Or two, let's just be honest: the UFC is no dummy. They're a freaking nine, twelve billion dollar company. Maybe they have him there for a reason because if Gilbert wins, and maybe they know that they do want to do Leon and Covington already. Maybe it's Poirier as a welterweight against Gilbert Burns next. That would be sick. Oh yeah, that would be an absolutely sick matchup. And especially coming off the commentary desk, walking yeah. in there, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, just like total like movie moment there. All right. So this past weekend, I was at uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin and Chicago for Game Red Boxing. The show was insane, Jillian. It was awesome. Just literally being in the same room with the autograph sign-ins and the uh, post-fight media things. It's Jose Aldo and Showtime Pettis and Vitor Belfort and Roy Jones Jr., it was so sick, but it is game bread boxing and Jorge game bread Masvidal was not there. He was serious about training and not flying. 
He could have took a private jet, left at five o'clock from Miami, got there at a decent time, made the show. But he said, like, guys, I'm, I need to win this fight. And as a weird way, as much as, of course, I would love Jorge if he was there, right? I love that he wasn't. Uh, it it, it kind of it stamps that he knows how important and vital this fight is. He's a humongous betting underdog as well. Where are you at in this co-main event? This is a crazy fight. Crazy. In Miami? Jorge in Miami? Come on. It's definitely a crazy fight, but I think it's a very bold fight for Jorge. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like he hasn't fought necessarily. He hasn't been a contender in years, I don't feel like. And you're taking on a huge matchup in Gilbert Burns in front of your hometown. It's a lot of pressure on your shoulders. Plus, he's thrown out that he might retire after this. So it's like there's just a lot of elements where I I don't know. I I think it's a very bold move for him. I agree. And like the, the, of course, as me, I, you know, definitely I'm a game bread guy and not even everyone of course brings up the wrestling aspect and the, the jits aspect of Gilbert's thing. The other thing about Gilbert that I think is underrated is not even just his striking, his ability to take a strike and keep going. Like Usman pounded on him, Chamaya pounded on him. And these are big boys. And you saw what, you know, what Usman did to uh, Jorge, like, I don't like that aspect because I feel like Corey's got to catch him. But even if he catches him, like it won't be that him to till moment or him to ask her moment. It would be kind of what he did to Colby in a little way. Like he got him, but it wasn't enough to stop the fight or end the fight. And that's not the greatest thing. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's the best thing for her. Like, I feel like that's how he needs to win is a, just an insane punch that of course he can do. But when he did it to till the fight was over, like Darren till was in La La land. I don't know if he can do it to Gilbert. Like I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. And it's like, no offense to Darren Till, but Gilbert's a dog. Yeah. You know, yes. Gilbert's yes. going to keep yes. coming at you. He's going to be pushing the pace. And it's just, he, he doesn't have that quit in him or he's not going to slow down at any point. And it's just, I, I don't see it going Masvidal's way. I think that uh, it, it's a pretty solid fight for Gilbert. For sure. Is there, um, Giannis and Font is on the card. It might be like probably like the best fight on the card. Ruiz Jr., 18 years young, still second fight. Uh, I know Michelle Watterson, Lupi Go, uh, Goninas, a lot of female fights on the card. Is there another fight that really interests you, that really grabbing your attention? Uh, Giannis is definitely like one of my top five fighters that I love to watch. So uh, 100% looking forward to the Giannis fight. Um, Lupi and Cynthia Cavillo, I yes. think it's a very interesting matchup. Yes. I would I, I'm actually one of the uh, fights I'm more intrigued by is probably that fight. I think it uh, definitely has like contender possibilities in it, and or like at least getting top five. You know, they're they're getting up there now. Those girls right. like that that's high level in my new division. So uh, I'm definitely very interested to see how that fight goes. And like having you and your Cavillo's name has been attached a couple times before, right? Like even for grappling and stuff of that nature. Excuse me. You, has your name and Calvillo's name been attached before? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so okay. me, uh, twice actually. Okay. I thought I, so. I fought her as a pro on five days notice for me. Right, right. So we had one uh, fight. We actually got fight of the night too. Uh, so it, it, we went to decision and then we uh, did a grappling match against each other where uh, she won an OT. And uh, I think I remember this. I think you and I talked about this when we were in Pensacola for Island Fights. Wasn't that fight the last time you got a bonus for like a, a fight of the night or something? Yeah, probably. 
All the stoppages, you literally have like, you're, it's funny. I'm not even saying this because of who you are and everything. Your highlight reel is one of the best highlight reels. Your highlight reels are sick. And like all the times the reels, Goat Shed does such a good job of, of course, that choke on Agapapova. Like you, your highlight reels are insane. The Courtney Casey at the bottom, like you have some really sick ones and it's like no bonuses. Like, gee whiz. And like. Looking at, like, I believe you mentioned it earlier, looking at the lineup of the card that I'm about to be on, yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm getting 50K in this fight. I'm like, there's just too many good, uh, they're all 50, like, 50K fighters on the card. Like, I know that uh, Billy Quarantillo and Edson Barbosa are the co-main yeah. event. I'm like, how is that not a 50K fight? Yeah. Uh, I know that, uh, I don't know, there was a handful of names that I was just looking at the whole card, and it was all people who I'm like, oh. He could get the bonus. He could get the bonus. He could get the bonus. They're all just scrappers who, like, go at it till the end where they're not necessarily, like, they don't want to be the most technical. They want to fight. Right. And I'm like, those are the people who are getting the bonus, and they're all on my card. <laughs> all right. I'm going through it right now. Um, yeah. Pedro Munoz versus Chris Gutierrez. That, Another he's one, a dog. Pedro. Dude, Clay Guida versus Rafael Garcia. Uh. Oh, I just remember God. looking at the whole card. I'm like, every yeah. other fight, I'm like, oh, that's a 50K fight. Oh, that's a 50K fight. That's a 50K fight. Brandon Royval, like, he's a he's a dog. He goes after it. Yeah, yeah. honestly, a huge, uh, like I said, top five or top ten for Yanez, Royval's up there for me, too. Absolutely love Royval's Roy style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's actually he, – he's just so fun to watch. Like, it's uh, very much your style of, like – you could just see his um, demeanor. He wants to end the fight. Like he doesn't, yeah. he's not there to point. He's not there just to, you know, Hey, I want to win this round. He wants to win the fight. Like he wants to stop it. I love it. It's crazy. And, and he's a finisher from everywhere too, from like yeah. with jujitsu striking, whatever. And I, I, I always admire that. Um. All right. Do you know what happened on September 17th of 2022? I think I do. Okay, that was uh, your last fight against Gapapova, the choke at the Apex. April 15th, a week from today, 2023, your first fight of the year. Like, just hearing that out loud, like, when I looked it up, I was like, God dang, gee, that's that's seven months not fighting. Like, how excited, how ready are you, how – I know how much you love to fight, how much you love to be in those moments and those scenes. Like, just how fucking excited are you for it? It's fight week. It's time. Like, we're, we're – it's, it's happening. I feel like this camp, it's, I don't know. I'm more excited than I have been in a long time to fight. That's, I think that I've just been so dialed in. Like, it might have to do with the cut to 115 because I literally don't have one minute of the day. I'm not thinking about fighting, not thinking about cutting weight, not thinking about anything but this girl. Not thinking about anything but Pierre Rodriguez for the last six or 12 weeks. Wow. So I feel like just me being so dialed in, so focused, I, I really just feel more than ready for this fight. And like you said, it's been a long time. I, right after that fight, I was calling them like, all right, when are we getting back in? When are we going to do this? They told me, all right, January, February. And I don't think I got my contract till like January or February. So it was definitely more delayed than I expected. But to be able to be back there next week in Kansas City with a full audience is yes. the most exciting thing for me. I'm like, I'm just so happy to be out of the apex. Right. I remember after your fight, the member of the Orlando show was happening and you were really trying to get on that. That was at the end of the year. 
And then how funny is it literally tonight in your backyard, 15 minutes from your brand new uh, house apartment where you're living, 15 minutes away is the fights, but they have you going to Kansas City. And I love that, like, uh, just the same thing, uh, not to bring it up again, but Game Red Boxing was in Milwaukee. It was so cool to be, I forgot it in a weird way, to be, it's a huge NBA arena. The place was loud, was packed, and it was just this different environment. I had this video Pearl Gonzalez and Gina Mazzani box. I don't know if you saw highlights of it. The fight was insane, G. It was an awesome fight. And at the end, they're just, it's Forrest Griffin, Stefan Bonner. They're just like going. And then like the crowd is so loud. Like my hair on my arm is like goosebumps. It was so cool to be in the crowd. So it's, uh, I cannot wait to get the uh, the choke and the place goes uh, bananas for you. There's just, it's a different type of energy when you're fighting. You just feel it. You can feel the crowd there. And I feel like, I don't know. It really, it adds to everything. And it's why I love this so much. I'm like, it doesn't feel the same winning at the apex. Like sure. you're just sitting there getting your hand raised. And you're like, woo, like, yeah, yeah. nobody else cares. Yeah. But whenever there's the crowd there, it's really like, you can just feel the energy. Um, two last things. We'll let you run a busy week ahead of you flying out to Kansas city, UFC 287 tonight. One is do you, I would assume, you know, because of you, is Kansas City okay with the marijuana? Do you have to stop? Can you smoke the week of or the day of or how far? What's that the uh, issue of? Uh, actually, Florida and uh, Nevada are the only two states that the UFC actually, like, they don't care about THC 100%. So any other place in the United States where we fight, they typically have us under certain levels that we're allowed to have in our system. So I'll probably have to stop, uh, like, any THC ingestion, probably about like seven days out, make sure that I'm good to go for the fight. But uh, yes, I, I want to get back to either uh, Florida or Nevada for my next one. So I, well, that, that's actually, I did not know that all the way. So literally, yeah, we're a week out. You're kind of, this is it. This is your last night of maybe partaking in some of your favorite things. Like this is it. Yeah, this is really it. I'm like, I, I I, just take it out till the fight, but it's not, I don't know, it, it definitely makes the last week a little bit harder, you know? You don't get that little bit of a deep breath relaxation, but uh, it, it's just, it, it's sacrifice for the job, and I got to do it. <laughs> Crazy. It's funny. It, in, um, in Milwaukee, like a Chicago area, like it was very uh, open. It was very, like people were just like smoking outside the uh like the hotel and the streets we went to a marketplace in milwaukee like you would go outside it was awesome like it was like a fish and italian and coffee it was like all these stuff in one thing it was like a little market it was so cool and what you go outside and people are smoking i'm like oh i think they're smoking cigarettes go out i'm like no that's just a that's a joint like they're just smoking a joint out there in milwaukee i was blown away pretty wild why can't we all just be like that <laughs> why so, can't everywhere be like that uh, 2025. I think it's going to happen 2025. Exactly. <laughs> Last thing, and I know it's so cliche, but it's just um, what we have to do. This fight, what is, tell me what you think is the perfect scenario or the perfect situation. What are you trying to feel from it? Is it, is it almost like, hey, I'm going to straw weight. I want to feel and, and fight the best of my ability, win or lose. Or are you like, no, I don't give a fuck. Even if I feel horrible, I want, I need to win this fight. Where are you at mentally, physically, just about this fight about Saturday night? Um, I no matter what, I'm going in there for the win. I'm going, and more than that, I want to go finish. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. I don't go in there for the full 15 minutes. That's not the goal on my mind. Is to get in and out of there as quick as possible. So 
we're going in and trying to get the finish and hopefully feeling great at 115. Um, if not, honestly, I feel like because I pushed myself so hard this camp, I've had a lot of sparring days where I've went in the cage and I felt like 100% shit. But I know that I've went and I've performed on those days. Right. You know? Yeah. So I'm 100% confident in even if I do feel like shit, if I have a shitty cut, if I don't recover right, whatever happens, I know I'm capable of performing on fight night and I'm just ready to get my hand raised. Let's go. Jeez, I'm so pumped. Saturday, Kansas City. ESPN, it's nuts. Uh, yeah, Max Holloway and Arnold Allen, I guess, is like the headline fight. But we all know the real main event, the people's main event, Jillian the Savage Robertson. Uh, I guess give you the last words and I'll hit that great button for our outro. Anything you want to say to your fans and your friends and people in your camp? Any last words from you, G? Uh, just obviously shout out to Goat Shed. And honestly, you guys should all follow Goat Shed on Instagram. Probably yeah. like the best MMA page to follow on social media. Uh, my head coach, Dean Thomas, always shout out to him. And um, just watch me choke this girl on April 15th. There we go. That's how we end it. All right, G, have a good day. Enjoy UFC 287 and Jorge Masvidal's upset win over Gilbert Burns and Izzy Aradesanya's win. You heard it here first. And enjoy. Travel safe. I'll talk to you during the week a little bit. And then we'll do our IG celebration live after you win. I'll talk to you then. Later. <laughs>